0: This is Radio Influence. Podcasting redefined All right. uh, Flavor Flavor. Please tell your neighbors. Ian beckles with flavor in your ear. <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion. Best of podcasting. What's going on now and what's soon to happen? Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping. Dropping jewels, you don't wanna miss them. Make sure you listen. Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here. It's here. That Hello, everybody, this is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to Flavor, flavor. in Your Ear. Um, this, it's, uh, it's a funny world we live in, and it, it, at times flavor. it saddens me. I hope it saddens you guys as well. Uh, I was watching, it seemed like I waited 10 years to watch an NFL football game, which I watched last night uh, on Thursday Night Football. The Chiefs played the Texans. And, you know, I knew there would be peaceful protests, and that's all they've been in the NFL, by the way. If you if you do not like Colin Kaepernick kneeling, there's one thing you can't say is that it's not peaceful. It's very peaceful. Uh, yesterday, every NFL team is going to find a different way to kind of get their message across about racial inequality. Yesterday, um, we had one team, on the field, Kansas City was on the field. One guy knelt, and the Texans stayed in the locker room. Okay? That's it's that's a unified move. Then they all came out. Then they linked arms, and they linked it right across the football field. All one, black, white, didn't matter what nationality. We all linked arms. We're all one. Taboos from the stands. It's getting to a point now where people aren't, happy with unity so colin kaepernick can't kneel that's you don't like that football players can't stand in arms you don't like that either so what you don't like is equality and if you don't like equality you're the problem and there's a lot of it happening in our world there's a lot of people that just don't want to hear it and the problem is the people that don't Believe in racial inequality, okay? Um, it, it doesn't make you a racist, but it lumps you up with all the racists. I'm sorry, this is not something that is a debate. You don't, you can't debate racial inequality. You can, but whoever you're debating against is going to be ignorant because it's statistical. Okay, there's statistics that say it overwhelming. By the way, and I'm just going to say this: to all y'all out there who would boo an NFL athlete for linking arms in the middle of a field. It just like all you guys that hate Black Lives Matter. I'm going to say this, okay, as a black American, keep the shit to yourself because you're lumping yourself with racists. If you're not a racist, go all, whatever. But what you're complaining about lumps you in with racists. So I want to give you this advice. Shut your effing mouth because if I don't know what anybody thought they were getting accomplished last night, on national TV, booing white and black athletes for linking arms. What are you booing? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, I do get it because of who's running our country. And I can already tell you what's going to happen moving forward this election. Okay? Let me tell you this. This is how it's going to go. The election is going to happen. Trump's going to lose the election. The day of, all the votes aren't going to come in. They're going to say, we still have some votes coming. You know, basically, uh, Trump's going to complain that there's tampering. and there's. He's going to complain that there's tampering because he knew how much tampering was happening in the last election. And he's going to explain about corruption. Oh, this corruption, this is not legitimate. And then his base of 40% is going to be with him. And like all those cops in Portland and all those people, those are his people. Uh, they're going to line up, and they're going to say, "Well, we don't like the decision. Come get them. And they're going to be all lined up right in front of that house, the White House. And they're going to say, "Let's see how you come and get them. That's my prediction. So we'll see how close I am to that. I've made a couple predictions throughout the years here on this podcast that have pretty much come to fruition, and I—it's I, just not going to go smooth, people. I'm telling you, it's not going to go smooth. This episode of Flavoring the Year is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is made in the United States. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor and wait in line. It's even cheaper than it is at a pharmacy, and they prepare it and ship it right to you in a discreet package, no awkwardness, and you don't need to leave the house, which is obviously very convenient. Uh, I've been talking about Blue Chew for a couple years now, and listen, we're all having sex, and it makes sense to have great sex. And as you get older, I'm 53 years old, things aren't as easy as, as they used to be. Uh, Blue Chew helps. You could just chew one up. Sometimes I get a little feisty and I'll chew up two. And trust me, it just improves the sex. You'll be happier, and your significant other will be happier as well. Right now, they got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use a special promo code FLAVA. That's F-L-A-V-A. You just have to pay $5 for the shipping. Once again, it's BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Use a promo code FLAVA, BlueChew. Is better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Remember, when you sponsor, when you support our sponsors, you help this podcast, and then you make this podcast possible. So use the promo code FLAVA, F-L-A-V-A, at bluechew.com. You know, for all you people that still dislike Colin Kaepernick for what he did, if you're a Trump fan and you dislike Colin Kaepernick for talking to a veteran and coming to the conclusion that kneeling is a respectful thing to do, and you like Donald Trump, the way he talks about veterans, you're a freaking hypocrite. I've never heard anybody speak so terribly against veterans than Donald Trump. You're not a hero if you get caught. What's more un-American than that? You're not a hero if you get caught. No, you're not a hero if you dodge the draft for shin splints then you're definitely not a hero, okay? And we have people in our government, and by the way, it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, Jim Mattis called Trump dangerous and unfit. He's a Republican general, okay? Not a never-Trumper. He's one of the, one of our country's heroes, okay? With all this crazy stuff that's happening right now with this COVID and what we're hearing that Donald Trump knew in February, and by the way, I had to listen to our vice president yesterday, Uh, say that no no donald trump didn't downplay the virus okay okay listen to what uh, pence just said he said donald trump didn't downplay the virus he's i saw him in a mask once i saw a rally yesterday with shitloads of people with no mask i seen him in a mask one time and this is something that donald trump knew in february all right this is when there was 25 deaths and honestly well, I mean I don't I don't I don't like to count okay I don't I don't I don't like to bring up that number to be honest with you but you know the number is high at 25 deaths Donald Trump was told by all the experts this is a bad one and it's going to turn out real bad and how easy it is to spread and he knew every bit of information he knew that they told him okay and for people to say, well, this is not his fault and we're blaming China. Okay, let's blame China for the virus. Done. And then we get to February. Anything that happens from February on is on us. And it's on a president. So in February, if he let us know what he knew, and by the way, this is not me saying he's lying. He's lying. It's on tape. It's on video. He admitted numerous times that he tried to downplay the virus. I didn't. He said it. Pence says, no, he didn't. Trump said it numerous times. Yeah, I tried to downplay the virus. I don't want to panic people. Oh, oh, panic's bad, but death is good. Since when? He knew it was airborne. He knew we should be wearing masks. He knew that, okay? He didn't want to alarm America. Since when does lying ever help any, anybody in any situation? And then his rebuttal was, when he got caught in the lie, and he did, well, if there, if Woodward... Uh, who is very credible, by the way, if he knew it in February, why didn't he come forward and help the country? Well, because he's not president and nobody be listening to him. And if he did anyways, he would try to discredit him like he does everybody else. He's still not pushing masks. It's six months later and he's still not pushing masks. People are dying because of his lack of leadership. And he still doesn't give a rat's ass about anything but the economy. And he's still blaming China. And, and 40% of our country still are still stroking his cat. Like he really is a legitimate person. He's not a legitimate person. He's not a legitimate human being. And I really, once again, go back to it saddens me that there's still people on that side. To me, there should not be another side. I'm being serious, but I, I don't know, I don't understand it anymore. And when anybody that I know personally starts talking about him in a positive way, I'll stop. We're good. Please, I'm good. I don't need to hear anymore because I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand anymore. I, I I absolutely have no idea what people are embracing anymore. What are you holding on to? I, I'm... I'm flabbergasted to be honest with you because when I sit here and I listen to him lie and lie and lie and lie and not give a shit about you and me, I don't know what people are holding on to. Elect him again see what happens because when he cares about an election, he doesn't give two fucks. Wait till he doesn't care about an election and he has four more years of he could do everything freaking he wants. Wait till you see that. Elect him again and see what happens. I'm scared. I hope you're scared too. Anybody wants to hit me up, it's Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Other, uh, my other podcasts are out there as well, and obviously the Ron and Ian show Monday through Friday on 95.3 FM and 620 AM. I hope this gets better, but I don't think it's going to get better until that man's out. I don't have to see his ugly-ass face anymore lying to me and lying to you and lying to America and killing people. Because that's what he's been doing. Have a wonderful weekend. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles and check out dignitaryradio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence.
1: The voice of the people's here is in that flavor. This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I wanted to just kind of talk to you a little bit about Cuba Cocina and how you got started because... You know, I've been there a couple of times and I feel now there, I feel different about it. Like now that I know you, Mm -hmm. there really is so much love in your food that Mm -hmm. you can, you can taste it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to just kind of see how you got started and everything. Um, So how I got started everything. um, Well, I learned how to cook when I was young. My mom, um, me being the oldest, I had to learn how to cook everything at home. Um, So that came from, that passion just started brewing since I was a little girl. Um, I was gonna go to school to become a doctor, and last minute, I decided that I needed to do follow my heart and go with my passion, mm-hmm. and go against my mother's, you know, wishes, which <laughs> you know, Latin people always want you to become a doctor, and they think you know, or, an, or an attorney. Um, <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm gonna go become a chef, and and I did. I went to um, Johnson and Wells in Miami. I studied there. Um, after I graduated, I came back home. I worked at Roy's. Um, I got a, I got a job there. I they did my first job. I'm like, yes, I'm excited. This <laughs> place is like a James Beard Award winning chef. And, you know, like everybody wants to work here and it's a hot spot. And I was making nine bucks an hour when I got out of college thinking that I was going to become a chef. Right. right? <laughs> so, um, but anyhow, in transition, I worked there for like, uh, 10 years. And then I left to become the chef, executive chef. At the spot called Samba Room um, here in Tampa, that was located by Bayshore, um, right by Burns. And you know what's funny about Samba Room because then it turned into a Timpano. No, or is it different? So so this is so the owners, so Timpano, that whole brand, they owned Samba Room, but they. They somehow were selling the concept. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.